Hello, friends, and welcome to episode number 173 of Bat Flips and Maple Dips. It's Patrick here in Halifax, Nova Scotia. He's Justin in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. You know I got news because I'm rushing through the yep. intro. Baseball is back. back, back. <laughs> so cathartic for this to be done and over with. We got a lot to talk about today, Justin. Um, holy shit. They finally came to a deal. Let's just, uh, like, what's your first, the, your gut feeling right off the hop? Um, I, it hasn't fully sunk in for me yet, but yeah. very happy. <laughs> um, and I'm glad that we're going to get a full 162-game season because when they said yesterday they are going to cancel another week of games, that was, uh, I think, 12 or 14 games that are going to be down the drain for, for some teams. Yep. Uh, which is a lot. Um, Very mom spaghetti moment for me. I was like, I'm getting real sweaty about this shit. Like, yeah. are we actually going to lose? Today, I think I refreshed my Twitter about 787 times um, as the <laughs> players received the, the offer that inevitably got, or that got signed. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It's great. I'm happy. <laughs> yep yep it's it's it, the word i would use or what i or how i would describe the feeling it's cathartic mm -hmm. um to not have anything to talk about and to be kind of stuck in limbo for what what's it, what has it been now the better part of eight weeks it feels like how long yeah. did the lockout go 90, uh, 99 days 99 days day 99 Yep. 99 fitting. 99 days. Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, 99 Canada, problems, but I'll lock out 8-1. Yes. Who'd you steal that from? That's too good, man. Yeah, I've never heard it before. I just made it up. You just made that up? I'm yeah. really impressed. Thanks. See, your chops your chops on the mic have gotten so good. I'm actually... I feel like I have to start practicing in front of the mirror to be ready uh, for this show. But we I'm got coming, a lot to talk about. I'm coming about. off a bit of a head cold, so I've had that, that that deep voice. So yeah, yeah, kind of kind of sexy. Yeah, I know it's uh, a little too much sometimes. Yeah, exactly. You got to slow down. <laughs> Listen, there's a lot to talk about in this episode. I'm really excited. We're gonna talk about the deal. We're gonna talk about the memes. We're gonna talk about Jeff Passan. We're gonna talk about how he got fucking hacked on the day that yes. this all happened. We're gonna talk about the Jays and how they're connected. Uh, to the all of this that happened, uh, we're going to talk about. Oh Jesus Christ! I don't know what else to, uh, is on the list. My my brain right now is just like melting. We're going to talk about all of it, man. Um, if you like what we do, at BFMD Podcast on Twitter, BFMDPodcast.com's website, iTunes, uh, or Apple Podcasts, whatever the hell it's called, Spotify. Tune in, Stitcher. Um, Others. Man, there's just I'm just I'm so I'm so excited right now to talk about fucking baseball. I'm yeah. just so excited right now. This is ridiculous. Let's let's, uh, let's, let's talk about it. it. <laughs> Justin, you've got the your hands on on the wheel right now, or I guess you're Han Solo. I'm riding Chewbacca. However you want to put it. Um, that's foreshadowing to what we'll talk about. Yeah, at the we'll end talk of the show. about some Kenobi at the end. We are going to talk Kenobi. Before we get to that, let's talk about the good shit, the baseball shit. Yeah. Tell me about it. Tell me about yeah. the deal. Let's go right to Jeff Pass, and uh, we'll talk about everything that happened to him today, too, as you mentioned. But at, at Jeff Passan on Twitter, this afternoon at, uh, we'll use Eastern Time, 316 Eastern, he tweets, Breaking, Major League Baseball and the MLB Players Association have reached a tentative agreement on a new labor deal, sources tell ESPN. While it still needs to be ratified by both parties, which is happening as we speak, that is expected to be a formality. And when it is, baseball is back. He followed that up with a tweet that says, and so am I. And then another tweet that says, <laughs> also got some sweet NFTs if, anyone, if anyone's interested. If you missed it, this morning and early afternoon, Jeff Passan's Twitter account got hacked by some NFT lackeys. I don't know who they are. But his whole profile was became an NFT marketplace, basically. Lucky for him, they didn't like wipe any of his accounts or his tweets or anything like that. So at least he still has everything. He was able to get it back before the news broke. But can you imagine like 
one of the best <laughs> newsbreakers in MLB um, gets hacked and can't break the news because his Twitter profile is stolen by NFT people. But Jeff, man, set up your two-factor authentication, boy, because that's that's embarrassing. It um, is embarrassing. It's a bit of an L for him, but yeah, with but all the W's Jeff, in a, that in a Jeff life full of W's, had, everyone needs an L sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. Um, if we had to compare him to a baseball team, he's like one sixty-one and one, and today was the one. <laughs> today and was it the feels one. bad, but at the same time, the memes and the funniness was just yeah. like eleven out of ten. It was so good today. Yeah, there are so... over a hundred and thirty-one thousand likes on his original tweet. Um, 23,000 quote tweets and 38,000 retweets. So Jeff's That's news ridiculous. has traveled far and wide in the last uh, three hours since he tweeted it, basically exactly as we're, as we're talking. Uh, players yeah. can report to spring training camps as early as tomorrow, Patrick Marsh. Fuck Opening yeah. day is expected to be April 7th, per Jesse yeah. Rogers at ESPN. Transactions are going to unfreeze upon ratification of the deal, which is expected to be coming any time now. Uh, the owners were meeting at 6 p.m. Eastern. It is about quarter after six as we record this episode. And yeah. that's when that happens, trades, transactions, so moving people in and off the 40-man, that kind of thing, free agent signings, those things can all occur as soon as the agreement is ratified. The final vote uh, from the eight-person executive subcommittee and 30-player uh, team reps per sources was 26 to 12 in favor of the new agreement. And eight of those no's, Patrick Marsh, were from the executive committee of yep. players. The teams yep. voted 26 to 4 in favor. And per yep. John Heyman, the teams who did not vote yes were the Yankees, the Mets, the Astros, and the Cardinals, all of whom have very large payrolls and likely weren't too happy with the new luxury tax and uh, competitive balance tax thresholds that have been put into place. But uh, Oh, well. Fuck you guys, I guess. Um, yeah. 26 to 4 for teams, for team reps. Before, making that I don't want to blow pass. past this, Justin. Yeah. Be because it's important to say the guys who voted no, including the executives. Five of them are Scott Boris clients, by the way. True. If that means anything. It does, but I don't want to talk about Scott Boris right now. I want to talk about these, these guys. Yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot to money. chew on with this. <laughs> these guys... The, especially the executives of the PA. Mm -hmm. These guys hustled almost nonstop for like several weeks. Yeah. And they were stonewalled many times over by the owners. I'm not mm -hmm. blindly pro player, but shout out to the guys who did elect to vote no, thinking that a better deal was possible than this one. They're not voting no just to be spiteful and dickish they're trying to fight for players rights and i mean today is is i would say a very very small not capitalized w for players yeah i do think they probably they could have gotten a little bit more but because like this is still a curb stomp victory for owners they're gonna make out like gangbusters yes and no um, yeah, the owners are obviously going to make a lot of money, and now that the more money than they ever had. Well. Yeah, I mean, and and we'll see another CBA negotiation in five years, and hopefully, hopefully a shorter scenario that actually happens quicker. But uh, we'll see who the commissioner of baseball is at that, at that time if it's still Bob. Um, we'll see. <laughs> it might but, be, but shout out to the guys who did vote no. Yeah, it's not all exclusively because of. Uh, you know, other teams getting more money and being mm -hmm. mad about that. It's about players' rights and, and what players deserve to get paid. And it's about trying to bust this utterly broken system of how players' uh, rights as, uh, as individuals are kind of stymied by this. You have to have so much service time before you become a free agent or whatever. Right. Like, it's just like it's, it's bad. It's always been bad. It's been bad for over a hundred years. It's it'll it's still bad now, but it's yeah. less bad than what it was, uh, you know, in the last collective bargaining agreement. Yeah, and for what it's worth, too, Patrick, the players were able to get a pre-arbitration bonus pool set up for those players who haven't yet reached arbitration eligibility of fifty million dollars. The original ask was was uh, one hundred and fifteen. 
The owners yeah. didn't even want to include that. The owners yeah. kind of started to budge. They went up to like 20 million, then they were at 35. They ended up getting them up to 50. So they went from zero to 50. They didn't have this before. So that's still something that's brand new. It they is a win. To, they were able to get the minimum salary um, over five years to go to 700,000. 720, 740, 760, and finally 800 in year, or 780 in year five. 780, yeah. Um, the competitive balancing tax, the players originally wanted it to be starting at around 238 and going up to like the 260s, I believe. The owners yeah. were at about 220 going up into the low 230s. That's going to be at starting at 230 and going to 244. So pretty much middle ground for where both parties wanted that one to be. Um, I still think the players could have done better with that, but I'm not yeah. criticizing them. It's not about that. It's about like the the players had almost all the power in the in the all of the negotiations. I mean, at the process. end of the day, at the end of the day, they're the ones who are yeah playing. <laughs> at the end of the day, every single one of them decided to strike indefinitely. Do they lose money? Yeah, yeah. they do. But if you could had they to be pick ordered the back next... to work like they were in 1994, yes, or They could, yes, but they could still choose not to. And then what are you going to do? The I next, mean, the 600 yeah, next best players in baseball in the world. We don't want to think make... about that. It would be a double A caliber team. It would be really yeah. bad. It would be um, that very, very, very bad for the game. Yeah, so. there will be the first six draft picks will be lottery picks now. Fine. Which is interesting that I'll hopefully discourage some tanking um, because there is a yeah. pretty large gap between a first overall and a sixth overall player, especially in terms yeah. of dollar value. The universal DH is coming into both leagues now, so no more Inevitable. hitting, which is fucking fantastic. Um, I just noticed that announce Freddy is uh, trending on Twitter in Canada right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about. I, we're going to talk about we that will. later. Yeah. There, I have a. I have a tweet from Ben just Nicholson up Smith. On me. <laughs> I have a tweet from Ben Nicholson Smith. We will talk about Frederick Freeman later in the show. Yeah. Keep going though. Um, the amateur draft. Back to that. It's going to be twenty rounds. The last couple of years, it's only been five. There's yeah. been a lot of uh, undrafted COVID. signings. Yeah, they, they kind of reduced it due to lack of college seasons for a couple or for at least one full year. And then just the way yeah. the seasons were short, et cetera. Yeah. But the draft is going to be up to 20 rounds. It used to be like 40. Um, so this is still middle ground there. And players are only able to be optioned five times per year before they have to be placed on waivers and would be claimable. So you can still be optioned in multiple years. You just can't be shuttled back and forth between the big leagues and the minor leagues, which is good because a lot of times that happens for service time reasons, but it's going to make teams be a lot more, I guess, frugal with those options, if you will, where they're not going to be able to have as much roster flexibility as they would like to, or as they would have had in the past with those young players. But, this is better for those young players because they'll get more time on big league rosters, which allows them to to accrue more big league service time. So, yeah, those are some those are some big changes. There are some other things too. Um, Can we arbitration. Just I just want to poke in one extra yep, thing, which it. was kind of a casualty of all of this. The twenty twenty one Rule Five draft for this year is officially canceled, so it won't happen. Uh, right. But not a bad, th- not a bad thing. Not a good thing. I don't know. I hate that the means Samad Taylor team. stays in the Blue Jays organization for at least one more season. So yeah, that's an epic win for us because he was probably going to get. It'll be interesting to off. see what he uh, what he does um, this year. That's going to change when we do previews for the minor league teams because we're still going to do that at some point. It's just not as important now as it is for us to cram two weeks of content regarding spring training. Do we have any information or details about how spring training is going to work? Are they still going to bust out like 25 to 30 Grapefruit League games? Um, undetermined yet. Games? I haven't seen a schedule on spring training yet. Yeah. I think, uh, oh, the owners was 30 to 0. The deal is official a minute <laughs> ago. So, yeah. So the lockout is over. Uh, free agency is officially open. <laughs> We gotta let's get to break talk. some news here as we're talking. Um, should we should we just get right into free agency? Yeah, let's talk about free agency. The only thing I want to mention: and all that? Um, arbitration dates, March twenty fifth. 
is going to be the date when uh, teams and players will make their salary requests and the hearings will take place during the season if there is a need for one. So I thought the arbitration exchange date was going to be the 22nd. Maybe. Ken Rosenthal's tweets at the 25th, but I could be wrong. All right, let's next. go with that over Mark Fine I had a fans. screenshot, but yeah. I'm sure old Kenny boy could have had some fat fingers going on, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, let's talk free agency, Patrick. I think you've, you've got a list from our friend Ben Nicholson-Smith, correct? Yep, at B. Nicholson-Smith. Uh, you and I and everyone else know him from Sportsnet. Um, yeah. A cold comfort during these harsh uh, months of, uh, of lockout. Uh, top free agents include uh, Carlos Correa, Freddie Freeman, Trevor Story, Chris Bryant, Nick Castellanos, that's four nothing ball game. Uh, <laughs> Kyle Sch- Schwarber, uh, love that name. Carlos Schwab. Rodon, and Michael Conforto. Now, <laughs> this is funny. What the first reply? Uh, <laughs> they are all Blue Jays. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, they don't have that much money. This would be a pretty elite team. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's not enough guys to make it. Yeah, a lineup, but still, <laughs> that'd be pretty sick. Yeah. Um, I I don't want to play the game where we guess where everybody goes. So let's just talk about the guys we give a shit about, which would be Freddie Freeman, Chris Bryant. Maybe if you're feeling super spicy, Carlos Rodon, but. I don't know. Sure, and in the context of what the Blue Jays need, right? I mean, let's just let's just look at the at the diamond quickly, right? They've got a they've got a shortstop in Bo Bichette. Yep. They have a first baseman in Vlad Guerrero Jr. They've got three catchers plus Gabe Reno coming. Um, outfield is pretty set with Grichuk, with Hernandez, Springer, and Guriel. They've got four capable outfielders there. Um, you've got Kevin Biggio who can slot in pretty much anywhere. Hopefully second, at second base. Second, third, maybe, maybe a backup for first, but I yeah. don't think that's the direction we're and going then, in. But uh, we'll get to that. Santiago Espinal, who, if you saw a picture of him recently, it looks like he added about 80 pounds of muscle this offseason. He's fucking ripped, yeah, dude. More like if Santiago even... Thick Spinal, am I right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, um... <laughs> Um, he looks like a big juicy boy now. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I want to say, but... I want to say, like, I know everybody was like, "Oh, Santiago Espinal, maybe he's not the third baseman we need." I've been day one Santiago Espinal, so if he ends up, if all these muscles end up being worth it, <laughs> I want everyone to suck it because. Yeah. I said it first. I said it in 2019. I believed in Santiago Espinal, so everybody yeah. can. Bucket. There aren't really any third base three free agent options on the market. So Chris Bryant. Yeah, Chris Bryant is one. It's not going to be Chris Bryant. I'm sorry. Probably not. I would like it to be Chris Bryant. I don't think it will it's, be. It won't be. That's um, a lot of money. The 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 big thing obviously is that people think that the Jays are going to trade for Jose Ramirez. No. The Guardians are likely to move him, <laughs> but it just depends on what. Um, what it's going to be uh, for Ramirez for, for Nate Pearson one for one that's the best deal I would offer Ooh, one interesting nugget from the CBA Patrick starting in 2023 so next season the schedule will feature fewer divisional divisional games every team what? will play at least one series against every team in baseball I'm fine with that the exact that part's format fine. is still being determined you know what that means overall though Patrick more uh, interleague less games at the trop yeah it also means more it also means more interleague but now there's no dh i mean now there is a dh um it doesn't really matter doesn't matter we still kicked the shit out of the nle yeah um savage (laughs) that's fun you know what i i like it it's it, it kind of goes into the nba and nhl style of schedule where you play obviously in those things you play every team twice in those two leagues but that's going to give uh, a more exposure to players. Like, we'll see Juan Soto every year. Fuck yeah. We'll get to see Bruce Hooper every year. You know what else we get to see? The Dodges. It means we get to play the NL Central teams more often. And you know what that means? Pirates. 
Yes, Jay's Pirates at PNC Park. Yeah, they're actually there uh, Labor Day weekend this year, Patrick. Friday, yeah, we Saturday, do play Sunday. the NL Central this year. Yeah, I know. But, it's tempting. Oh, man. Think about how delicious it would be. Jay's playing the Reds at the Great American Ballpark. Or, yeah. yeah like, to, they'll, they'll play the Cubs at the least Wrigley. once a year, too. So. Fuck, that'd be so good. I know. It opens up the travel possibilities more for baseball fans, too, to see it does, yeah. their team in different ballparks. Because, I mean... Would I've seen rather... the Jays in a few different places, and I would love to go to more National League parks because I haven't been to one yet. Would you rather see the Jays play the Reds at home or on the road? I already know the answer. But... Uh, at home because Joseph Votto. Oh, fuck. I forgot about that. Okay. I want to see the, the Reds. They, they like... can, I want them to play the Reds in Toronto before Joey Votto retires. Because yeah, that after that, who just... gives, it would have to be in Cincinnati because yeah. gives a shit. Yeah. Um, Okay, fine. Cincinnati was a bad example because obviously Joseph Votto. But okay, recalibrate. Would you rather play the Cubs at home or at Wrigley? Wrigley, Wrigley for sure. Exactly. What about PNC Park? PNC. Pirates. Yeah. PNC is like the the number one ballpark I want to go to. Yeah, same. I not because of the weird. Pirates, but because of the ballpark. <laughs> which is weird though, because I've never been to the Dome. I have. And yeah. my number one pick is still PNC Park. Yeah, it's, funny. it's a yeah, it's a it looks beautiful, but uh, yeah, so that's that's something I just popped up on Twitter, which point, is pretty cool. Point made. What's the name uh, of the stadium in uh, Milwaukee? Uh, Miller Park. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's beer. That'd be kind of fun. That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> uh, on a technical level, for Evan Drellick, the lockout will be lifted at around seven p.m. Eastern time, which is in twenty-five minutes. So. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, that's getting. Can we talk exact. about Freddie Freeman though? Let's talk about Frederick Freeman. Yes, for sure. All right. If you had to, all right. I know you're not a, a, a technically a mathematician, but if you had to put from zero percent, <laughs> so none percent to one hundred percent, what percentage chance do you think there is that the Jays would pursue Freddie Freeman, knowing that we already have a first baseman? But we could go for a DH that's not like Randall Grichek or a platoon of Teoscar Hernandez and Randall Grichek and whatever outfielder doesn't feel like playing. Um, what do you do? Would you want Freddie Freeman? Do you, how badly do you, you want Freddie Freeman? You asked me to give, give a percent chance. Yeah. yeah what 10, percentage chance? 10. 10%. 10%. Why so low? That's I, so I think he's going to go back to the Braves or to New York. No, no. If he goes to a New York team, he's dead to me. I don't want to talk about him ever again on this podcast. <laughs> the Yankees need a first baseman. Can I give you my percentage? Yeah. 50-50. That's too high. Nope. I'm telling you, man, deep inside that man, there is a force calling to him right now. And it is not just maple syrup and donuts. I mean, I was, was going to say he's probably hungry because uh, it's probably about supper time where he is right now. That's probably true. <laughs> I'm t- it's either it's fifty fifty. He's either going back to the Braves or I think he's going to sign in Toronto. Yeah, this man so. inside of every Canadian person, there's there's a call that happens inside of you. Come home. Come home. Oh my God. It's there. I'm telling you. <clears throat> All right. No, realistically, I that's like my pipe dream is 50-50. Realistically, it's probably 10 or less. Yeah. But um, I would say he definitely has the Jays. He would I would think if you're interested They're going to they're going to talk to him. Yeah. They'll have a conversation. Uh, They've Trevor probably Story's been talking gonna, to him. <laughs> exactly. Trevor Story is going to command a king's ransom. I don't know if that's a good worth of money. Thing. I heard that the Rockies might even try to resign him now. That would be funny. That would be very LOL. Do you want Nick Castellanos? Um, If we could get rid of Hey, if Nick Castellanos wants to play, wants to hit, wants to be our DH and play outfield. You don't want him in right right field? I mean, I think Richard's still a pretty good defender. Um, Yeah, but. Yeah, I I don't know, man. Like, if if we can get, if we can move Grichik somehow, maybe the Guardians will take Grichik for Jose Ramirez straight up. That sounds pretty fair. Um, Carlos some... Rodon? You don't want Carlos Rodon? I don't mind Carlos Rodon. We need to start. Where do you think Carlos Rodon is going to sign? I what think he's going to go National you? League. I feel like 
it seems like the kind of signing that the I was gonna say my gut feeling says Cardinals would do. Man, he had a, a Cy Young caliber season. He was why good. Why wouldn't he? He, he got why hurt wouldn't a little he sign bit. in Chicago? He might. I, I just feel like if he's gonna go somewhere else, I, for some reason, I have the Cardinals in my gut. Man, could just be the be hunger cool. talking but I'm, imagine a world where the cardinals are good and like good like that again i mean the cardinals are still pretty good um, they're good yeah well yeah, it's, it's yachty and uh adam wainwright's last year so it'd like be nice That's to see them right. do well that would be um should we talk about the guys we've already signed yeah kevin gosman's a blue jay <laughs> no i'm talking about the minor league deals we did <laughs> earlier today uh yes uh greg bird first baseman Used to play for the Yankees. Um, yeah. He did well in 2015. Um, he's kind of played sporadically. He's had some injuries. Had some uh, <clears throat> a part of a bone removed in his ankle. Um, he had a decent year in the minors last year. He had like 267 with Colorado's AAA affiliate with 27 dingers and 461 plate appearances. Mm-hmm. OPS was uh, just about 900. It was 894. Um, okay. Is a one seventeen WRC plus. So I mean, above average. But I mean, if if you sign, him to, if you can somehow get him to be a backup first baseman, I do believe he's left-handed. Maybe I can't remember. What about? Um, I'm looking at Baseball um, Reference. No, yeah, he bats left. So I mean, that's interesting to me. He won't make. He he, he might not. He might not make the team. No, I'm not. I'm just saying it's interesting. And then former Blue Jay Chobi Agini is back on a minor league deal. Yes. Uh, one thing that he said with his video interview is that he couldn't let all of the Canadian he learned go to waste. <laughs> Chobi Agini is one of the funniest fucking guys. And he's just deadpan when he's, as he does it too. Um, what he didn't play? Yeah, Jesus Christ, he's barely played. If Chobi Agini makes the team and pitches well this season, the Blue Jays won the Derek Fisher trade. <laughs> I mean, even if he I mean, Aaron Sanchez and Joe Biagini did nothing for the Astros, so <laughs> yeah. Derek Fisher yeah. did less than nothing. But I mean, yeah, they were bad. Yeah, hit in the um, face with the baseball. No, but Joe Biagini has only Joe Biagini has only pitched about yeah. He's 20, some injuries. two innings since twenty uh, since he was traded. Yeah. He threw uh, ninety-one and two-thirds innings in Colorado's AAA so hit, or Cubs AAA. Sorry. Last year, How was he? 550 ERA. Yeah, not great. He pitched once in the big leagues as a COVID replacement for the Cubs. He did pitch three scoreless innings of relief and picked up the win in that game, though. <laughs> One so. thing we forgot to mention, I had this tweet up this entire time. I was so excited to drop this, and I, yep. forgot, I forgot to drop it. I'm so sorry. Hazel May, at, at Hazel May, the greatest broadcaster in Sportsnet history. Uh, hashtag Blue Jays player rep Ross Stripling on hashtag Blair and Barker, whatever. Sportsnet one fan 590 on the process of putting his team's yes vote in. So Stripsy did vote yes for the team. Stripling said he won't ever forget the experience. Quote, texting the guys were back and how fired up they were. That's, I don't know, man, that lights a fire under my ass. It makes me want to record like 62 episodes tonight. <laughs> Um, that's great. I love it. In, uh, in dickhead news, Commissioner Manfred just spoke to the media. Uh, he said this, I am genuinely thrilled to say Major League Baseball is back and we're going to play 162 games. Why didn't uh, he say that he lifted the lockout on the players? Because he's the one uh, responsible. He, all right. be- he also began by apologizing to fans for all the uncertainty, quote, at a time when there's a lot of uncertainty in the world, end quote. Fire really? Manfred. Really? Yeah, fire really? Um, so, yeah, it's... <laughs> um, remember the guy who broke the Springer signing? Uh, Brandon Biku? <laughs> he, yes. just, uh, tw- he just tweeted, At Blue Jays, I've sent you a very detailed free agency proposal in the DMs. I trust you can get it into the right hands. And it just says, Sign Correa and Freddy IMO. <laughs> Okay, thanks, Brandon. We're not, we're uh, not yeah, we're not, <laughs> we're not signing we're not, Korea. I'm sorry, people. We're not signing Korea. If uh, we do, can you imagine how much fucking money much. that would? Oh my god. Um, 
but yeah, this is this is fun, you know. I uh, um, looking at the I free want... agent tracker here. <laughs> Let's pull up and see what's Can going on. We just F five it over and over again. Yeah, maybe. Is is every what does MLB.com look like right now? Let's take a look at it. It's oh, only yeah. been is, like is it what, back? two hours. Is it actually not a fucking cesspool uh... of like remember this nineteen forties obscure player? No offense to baseball history. Oh, it's Ooh, I just got a four oh four. That's not good. It's up for me. It does say that the CBA is up here front and center. Uh I'm getting a four oh four, dude. All right, whatever. It's probably getting the hug of death. It's probably, yeah, people are probably spamming it. They're also broadcasting the Manfred talk live right now, but it does have, um, oh, it says uh, Friday, March 18th. Spring training games will begin no earlier than March 18th while the MLB, while MLB and MLBPA work on the agreement. So, I mean. Dude, that's next Friday. It still has, it still says on here that the first four series will be canceled. So they haven't updated it with the, the changes and the player pictures are not back up yet, but um, oh, they will be. They will be soon. The like like that tweet said. It sounds like they're going to procedurally lift the lockout at the top of the hour. So, um, ooh, we'll seventeen get, more there. minutes of limbo. Yeah, and then but it doesn't matter because everything is signed and sealed and delivered. But yeah, so this this is fun. Um, yeah. Who do you want them to sign as a starter, Patrick? Because we've talked about this on the show. I mean, we've got Gosman and Brios at the top. You've got Manoa and Ryu in the middle. And you've got Stripling, Pearson, Logue, whoever the fuck else is in the minor leagues, Anthony Kay, vying for time in the fifth roster or the fifth starter spot. If they go with a traditional five man rotation, are you are you like are you comfortable with a strips and Pearson kind of platoon if that's who it ends up being? I'd be I'd be perfectly fine with Ross Stripling being given the opportunity to be the number five starter. Mm-hmm. He demonstrated that he has the ability to make extreme adjustments to his game at a moment's notice. And until yeah. he got hurt, he was our most consistent starter for about a month and a half. That's right. Yeah. He looked really good. He looked as good as Robbie Ray did. Uh, not Robbie Ray during his peak because the back <laughs> end of the year, Robbie Ray was fucking unhittable. Yeah. Um, but that being said, if I'm not allowed, like, obviously we have to think of it. You know, obviously they're not going to sign Clayton Kershaw or, you know, Carlos Rodon. Like, it's probably not gonna happen it's unlikely but impossible if i had to pick like a reasonable like we could probably get him and it wouldn't cost a terrible disgusting amount of money to get my pick is still yusei kikuchi yeah the jays have been linked to him i do not believe for a second that yusei kikuchi is going to be is going to cost us the 17 million dollars of salary that he got in 2021 yeah. Um, I don't know why Seattle let him go. I don't understand this. They must know something we don't know about him, whether it's an injury or what. But nonetheless, I think he would be – he's a lefty. Uh, he's not like a big muscle man. Like he's six foot, 200 pounds. Not that that matters as a pitcher. You could still throw, you know, fireballs. But – uh, first half of 2021, Kikuchi was like, I mean, he w- made it to the All-Star game. Like, he was like tippy-top. Yeah. Uh, he was the reason Seattle was winning all these games, you know, mystifyingly. Um, I like what he has. I think there's potential there if he could work to bring down the home runs because uh, they were a big problem, especially in the back half of the year, if I remember. I don't have his game log up. I'm struggling to get it up right now. Don't take that out of context. Um, yeah, July he got he gave a home run every start, at least one. Uh, he had the problem, same problem in, in May. Um, so it's like he he's like he's on, he's off, he's on, he's off. Uh, but I still think there's something there. Like he could, they could work. You know, P. Walker could work with him, make him an effective fifth or sixth starter 
I'd be fine running six if Kikuchi was number five and Stripsy was six. Maybe. But you want to maximize your Alec Manoa starts, right? You want to maximize your Kevin Gossman yeah. starts. So maybe it doesn't work. Maybe it's just stripling. Hey man, I don't know. honestly, like, I'm I'm down with the Kikuchi. Uh, I'm really, really excited to see what Nate Pearson looks like in spring training. Um, Can you imagine Nate Pearson comes in and just blows everybody away? Yeah, he got the hernia fixed, which is great. Brutal for him. Yeah, that's tough. A brutal. It's I been know, a brutal like three years. I know people who have dealt with that who didn't throw 98 um a sports hernia injury yeah yeah some hockey friends and some baseball guys here and yeah the they the way they describe it the pain that it, that it causes it's it's unreal that they can pl- even like play through it um so yeah, remember, hopefully he comes back healthy everybody remember nate pearson is still only 25 years old yeah and he has 150 days or 160 days pretty much more before he turns 26 26 so he is still by most accounts uh a puppy uh remember that he debuted when he was 23 and a lot was asked of him at that time the jays trying to get to the playoffs for the first time in five years or whatever it was or or no sorry four years four seasons yeah yeah um he was a top 10 prospect, et cetera, et cetera. He's still, he, I think he's still in the top 100, isn't he? On some lists. Maybe he's not. He's not a, I don't think he, I think he's not a prospect anymore. I think they take guys off once they reach 25. Oh, uh, okay. Well, his, like, I know his value did, like, I wouldn't say crater, but it went down uh, as the year, the last, like, year or two went by. Uh, but that being said, yeah, you, a little taste of Yusei Kikuchi would be really good. I think it works for us. But again, if it's strips, at the end of the day, if it's strips, I think that's fine. I still think this team will win 90, at least 93 games. Yeah, the, the top which, four is elite. <laughs> yeah, the top four, you could put them in any order. and It's like pretty what do you feel? What do you think about Kenley Jansen in the bullpen? Do you think that's a possibility? No, now? no. I've heard some rumblings of of possibilities, but uh, is he a hundred percent not? There's no chance he returns to Los Angeles. I wouldn't say there's no chance. I think uh, he had a resurgence a, last year. He had a year. good career there. He had 38 saves last year, and his ERA went from three 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 seven one the previous two seasons to two two two. That's crazy. And I mean, he's 33, 34, sorry. I think, I don't know, man. You take a gamble when guys are that old, the decline can happen. We saw it. Yeah. I've said this a million fucking times, but we saw it with our beloved uh, Marco Strada. Mm-hmm. Man, that broke my heart. Uh, the decline happened rapidly. And that scares me, and that would make me not want to go after Kenley. But I think he's going to reach out in L.A. Why wouldn't he? Begs the question. Yeah, that's, maybe that's they, fair. Maybe they don't want to pay him, but I mean, like, he made... What did he make last year? Do you have uh, your computer? Kenley Jansen. Up? Let me pull that up. Kenley Jansen. Pull that up, and I'll buy for time. Yeah, um, I'm looking at spot... Track right now. I think, I think I think page. He I think Kenley is probably 18, gonna say thousand was his base salary last oh sorry, twenty million was his base was his base salary last year. Zero fucking chance we sign him. Yeah. Zero. Would I love it? Yeah, but we don't need him. We already have Jordan Romano, and Jordan Romano was one of the most effective relievers in baseball last year. Yeah, but he also but, had know, a, few, a few health, health concerns as well. Jordan Romano also had a few health issues where he wouldn't build a pitch for a certain amount of time. He hit the, he hit the IL once. You yeah. want insurance, especially in 162. There's going to be some double headers baked in there. You need to have multiple guys in your bullpen who you trust in those high, high pressure game on the line situations. Yeah. When you want to lock down a win. We have three like, right now that I would trust with my life, but who are the who are the other, the other two? Tim Mesa and Um uh, 
to Adam Simber. I don't know if I'm there, but he's like two. His ERA was like two something last year, wasn't it? Yeah, it doesn't like, mean shit. It was like 80 innings, though. It was yeah. more than almost any other reliever. It was more than Romano. I I don't know. I like Kenley Jansen. I I, I do too. I'm not. I'm just saying. I want a two-year deal, maybe three. He probably wants three at 34. So you're um, going to pay him 20 million dollars? Sure. Over three seats. I'd rather pay him than BJ Ryan. <laughs> Although why BJ does it Ryan have to be him? Well. Why does it have to be? I'm just making Kelly a comparison, like the t- the type of contract that I think he would want would be something like that. I think Jordan Romano is our closer indefinitely, but I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say no to Kenley. But our bullpen, I think our we talked about this last time, but I think our bullpen is pretty solid as is. Could it use another arm? Yeah, but I don't think yeah. we're going to get a Kenley Jansen out of the woodwork. I think it's going to be. Uh, likely either Ross Tripling or Nate Pearson who ends up in the bullpen that shores it up. Which means that we'd have one or both of those guys wouldn't be the starter. And then that just goes circles right back to where we started with Yusei Kikuchi. Right. Probably um, occupying the fifth starter role if we signed him. I would have think, I don't think oh, yeah, we would yeah, yeah, sign yeah, yeah, Kikuchi yeah, yeah. if uh, he wasn't no. going to Stars. That's that that's kind of foolish. Um, ben Wagner just tweeted something cool. Uh, so this is he quote tweeted uh, Stephanie Abstein at Steph Abstein mm-hmm. on Twitter. She says Rob Manfred answering the question least relevant to the league and, and the union, but most relevant to the media, says reporters will be allowed back in clubhouses in 2022. And then Ben quote tweets it saying, "Great news! The fans win with this. This access is where we unearth so many incredible stories." And get insight from players and coaches because yeah, they've been all Zoom meetings the last couple of years, so we'll have reporters back in the clubhouse again, which is kind of nice. Yeah, isn't it weird? Like, our I understand like we are human beings who can think about more than one thing at a time, but COVID is really taking a back burner to the war that's happening yeah. in the Ukraine right now, and now baseball's coming back, and now it's like no restrictions nothing unfettered access again it's going to make for more compelling television for sure but are we just like is the coat is the battle with COVID over forever now like i think what people have decided on this is that it's time to move on with lives and okay it's not going anywhere right anytime soon (laughs) so we have accepted a certain amount of death Yes, I think that's exactly what's happened. I'm not. We can't, we can't live in our bunkers forever, you know. Speak for yourself, man. I I love working from home, and I love. Uh, I, I love. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I need social. I need social interaction. Um, All right. Here's the yeah. thing. Here's the thing. Let's backtrack a little bit, okay? One thing I think that was really missing from the last two seasons of baseball is that access is getting a chance to hear more from players mm-hmm. because I think Twitter is poison. Um, it's good for a lot of things. Follow us at BFMD podcast. Uh, but it's also the way that individual people can have unfet- potentially unfettered access to their, to a player and tweet them stupid stuff like, hey, your fastball sucked today. Like, I'm all for, like, catcalling at a game, but, like, <laughs> tweeting tweeting somebody's wife, <laughs> uh, tweeting a player's wife or whatever about their poor performance, like, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, get a life. That part I don't like. I like it when it's in the hands of the journalists. And, guys, can you imagine all the good shit we're going to get from Hazel this year? Yeah. Post-game. Third post game Hazel May on the field with Vladdy and the boys, you know she's gonna get Gatorade dumped on her at least once, and it's gonna be amazing. And she'll be there for it. She'll be all for it. It's gonna be again. Go back to the start of the show. The word cathartic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you paused. You're like, I was, thinking, I was thinking about it. I was letting cathartic. it sink in. Yeah, it's like it's right there. 
Poke it into my veins, man. All Are right. we done with... Do we talk about everything? Yeah, let's... Uh, a couple minutes. I gotta make food here, but let's talk about Kenobi since we're both Star Wars nerds. If you want to tune oh. out now, now is the time. Um, yeah. But we've, we've kind of covered baseball things. Uh, for those of you who are leaving, enjoy free agency. It'll be open by the time you listen to this episode, so hopefully it's going well. <laughs> um, welcome to the Kenobi. Blue Jays, Chris Bryant. I hope I predict this. That'd be great. Um, I'd be so mad at you if you're right about this and we don't get like... <laughs> if we sign someone for that much money, we're definitely not getting Freddie Freeman and we're probably not getting Yusei Kikuchi either. That's just okay. too much money. Chris Bryant. Um, anyway, um, Kenobi, Patrick. Yeah. Initial reaction to the trailer. Hype. Hype. So much hype for the Inquisitors. So much hype for um, the twirly lightsabers. I, I, I like the Inquisitor lightsabers. They're so stupid. Yeah. Um, um, but one, they're cool at the same time. One thing that I noticed that has never happened in history, ever, period, People on Reddit weren't happy with how the Inquisitors looked. <laughs> what? The Grand Inquisitor and the other random dude who wears that little helmet thing. They thought that they didn't look enough like they did in the animated series. And I was... Oh, fuck so off. So they're supposed to make them animated and not use people? No, they yeah. look great. They look you're fine. Your opinion is just wrong. Um, no, nobody hates ask... Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. Exactly. Let me ask you. I mean, I will say this. It was more a sizzle reel than it was a trailer. I have no idea what the fuck this is about. Which is good. From <laughs> Kenobi, Kenobi is watching Luke very creepily from the sand dunes in the distance. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Loman has some drama. Obviously, we're going to finally understand more about why uncle owen dislikes obi-wan and also is leery of the jedi or how he has this like really strange mental block when it comes to <laughs> i don't know like 20 years of his life uh and any sort of thing about like what, what did he call obi-wan in uh, a new hope an old sorcerer yeah what the fuck's he talking about well, maybe we'll find out he has like brain trauma in this or something. Well, you know what? Like, sense. I mean, the fact that his father's wife, Shmi Skywalker, was murdered by Tuskins and Anakin kind of went ape shit. He probably doesn't have the best taste in his mouth about Jedi, you know? Probably, probably not. He pro I mean, he didn't seem to strongly dislike Anakin. I think well, they were I mean, just weren't familiar like, with one another. Feelings of resentment grew over time, you know? Yeah. If there's any form of grudge there. I used to think, well, obviously now we know because of the prequel movies, but I used to think, like, what is Luke's connection to Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru? Because he's not related by blood to either of them. He's related by marriage to them. And it just makes me wonder, like, I understand Owen and Beru couldn't have a child or didn't have a child, and then they inherited Luke after Padme dies. There, I want to see there more of their relationship developing, like uh, the relationship Luke has with them, because I think it's only going to add to watching A New Hope again. You, you know, know what I'm saying? I, I, yeah, I understand what you're saying, but I kind of hope that the character of Luke is more seen, not heard in this series. Agreed, hundred percent. I don't want to see like I'm fine I want with Owen, Owen to go and... to town to do stuff that helps yeah, benefit I'm, the life of Luke. I'm I don't want to see that. him and Luke play yeah, with toys. Exactly. I don't want. Not interested. I really want that. Um, I do want to see more of Baru. It would be interesting to see Baru and and her relationship with Luke, yeah. maybe. But I agree more. I don't know how they're going to CGI Luke, uh, Mark you just, Hamill. You have such a. <laughs> you just have such a limited amount of of episode time. That how much of that can you get into, without taking away from Kenobi? You know. Do you think they'll play off of Kenobi's injuries that happened during? that the battle, the battle on between Anakin because it's not he didn't walk away unscathed far. yeah no um yeah and definitely not mentally unscathed that's for sure he was probably um, yeah damaged beyond repair as far as his mental fortitude but god damn it was good seeing Ewan McGregor again yeah and he obviously looks, looks great um not showing Anakin and not showing Vader at all during that yeah, sizzle reel. There was a was image released genius. today of Vader. Uh, Does it but, just look uh, like Vader? 
Yeah, it's just it's slowly Vader. Um, Rogue One Vader. It's only six episodes, Patrick. So, fuck, that's so frustrating. It's just, and, it's, and it sounds like it's just a limited series. It doesn't say anything about a second. Will season. we see Ahsoka in this series? I don't know. It no, I it, think it's a no. It would have to be a very brief cameo. Like, like in, in Boba Fett. Boba Fett, but fuck, that was so good. That was so brilliant. It was well done. Yeah, she was well well done in that up in that one episode. Um, having having Ahsoka and Luke side by side. That was very each cool. Other all, yeah, making God, that. My yeah, kind of my heart canonical melted. connection. Yeah, that was a very neat. That was oh, a neat Star maybe, Wars moment. It felt so good. I hope we see more of the even if it is like slightly CGI Luke. Yeah. I hope we see more of Ahsoka and Luke interactions in the Ahsoka miniseries. Yeah. Give me more of that. Inject that into my veins. I don't care if Ahsoka's in this Obi-Wan show. Like, let Obi-Wan do what he's going to do. It would be very interesting because obviously Ahsoka and Obi-Wan have a very close relationship, too. Uh, yeah, that's true. But at the same time, this isn't Ahsoka's story. This is Obi-Wan. No. Like, I'm this just is saying it would be interesting to see how doing. he would react knowing that she's alive, you know? Because uh, yeah, she, does, she also wouldn't know that he's alive either potentially yeah because the only people that know that uh obi-wan are still alive uh from his old life obviously owen and baru know he's alive yeah and And then bail organa bail organa and yoda Yoda are the only fucking people in the galaxy that know he's still alive yeah and yoda is on dagobah and he's never leaving he will never leave the planet again no he stays there the rest of his life uh to hide because of all the, this is an interesting thing. This is worth pointing out. I, I'm not going to spend too much time on this, but Yoda's on Dagobah because it's a, a planet that is so strong in the force because of all the life. It's mm-hmm. so abundant in life that it's impossible for him to be detected. Yeah. While Obi Wan is in the middle of a Jedi in history potentially. Exactly. One he, of them. <laughs> he's hiding in plain sight. Yeah. You can anybody but could fly to Dagobah. Backwater but it's planet a, with no like at least civilization so to speak so it's the perfect place to hide and he can train himself to to be prepared and ultimately we don't get any of the ghosty shit like Mm -hmm. will will qui-gon be in the show (laughs) yeah people are wondering about a qui-gon i'm telling you man if we get force ghost qui-gon jinn in this show and I will take back every bad thing yeah. I ever said about hey, the prequels. Hey, and, and Liam Neeson did voice Qui-Gon for the Clone Wars in a few episodes, so... He did. He it's also... It's not impossible. He's not credited in any of the uh, cast roles on IMDb, but we know that not all characters will be at They this would point. hold that shit under fucking... The, um, yeah. the mouse wouldn't fuck around with that. That's a big, that's a yeah. big deal for people. Qui-Gon was the protagonist of episode one. He yes. was the main character of yes. that movie. Yes, he was. So, we're not him sure back. who O'Shea Jackson Jr. is going to be playing yet. Ice Cube's son. He's in the show. That's true. I want. What are the chances that Cal Kestis is going to be on the show? Probably zero. Zero. I when does uh, Fallen Order take place? Uh, be around this time. It was about four years post Clone Wars. No, then it wouldn't, uh, because this show takes place. 10 years after 19 BBY, when, which is, was the end of the Clone Wars. So yeah. Cal Kestis is... Older. By Obi-Wan then. would have to know that Cal Kestis is active. Maybe. But I, there's no fucking chance. If he's still, if he's still alive, yeah. they're hiding him from everything so that way they can get another game out of him. Based on the... Um, they're trying to make two more Fallen Order games, I heard. Um Based on oh, yeah. the trailer, it looks like some of the series does not take place on Tatooine. Um, yeah, it was. I read somewhere that the basis of the planet that he goes to is kind of based off of like uh, Hong Kong skylines, yeah, with like neon lights and stuff. And I was like, "Fuck yeah, that is very exciting and very different." It might look a little bit like Coruscant, but it's definitely not, not Coruscant, no. why would why would he commit suicide by going to Coruscant, yeah. a planet that is learning the whole world in, of the empire <laughs> yeah deep in empire territory because where the emperor he turns the temple into his palace yeah it's so. just amidst the dead bodies of the younglings yeah what a Oof. what a monster but can we also talk about 
how good all of these mini series shows that Disney Plus is like cranking out are. Like it's sick. Yeah, just think of it. This ep- the series is six episodes, so it's essentially two movies. Two Obi Wan movies, and we are getting an Ahsoka show that we don't even know when the Ahsoka show takes and place. It's yeah, it's supposed to be this year. It'll presumably be around the time because obviously in the first season of Mando, she's looking for Thrawn, and presumably in Boba Fett, she maybe hasn't found him yet. <laughs> I don't think she's found. I think she's distracted. Yeah, I think the whole um, point of that show will be that that quest. Does that mean for Thrawn? So the end of Rebels, when you see her in the white outfit with the like staff or whatever, that's that image is post uh, Return of the Jedi, correct? Where she and uh, where she and Sabine are supposedly yes, looking for Ezra and I Thrawn. believe so. Um, and she, she fucking still hasn't found him. Yeah, because that later. talks about the Empire being gone. Is that is that uh, yeah ending epilogue? Um, she goes to the outer 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 rim. Yeah, maybe Thrawn is the one that sets up the first order, and that's what he could be a part of it. For. Yeah, he could be because a part he's of it. in the outer, outer, outer rim, and that is Exegol is what is uh, the planet of the first order mm-hmm. with the fucking idiotic ten thousand star destroyers, each with their own Death Star. God, I hated that. The Rise yeah. of Skywalker was a turd. Hey, um, for what it's worth, uh, I'm sorry to cut off the Star Wars discussion, but MLB just posted a video saying, uh, "Let the fun begin." It starts off as some panel shots of some stadiums, and the first player that gets shown is Vladimir Guerrero Jr., so that's fun. Vladimir um, Guerrero And player Jr. heads are back. Player pictures are back. On MLB.com, they're back. Uh, and We're back. Ben Nicholson-Smith, players and agents are already in communication six minutes ago. <laughs> Here we go. Free agency um, is going to be a sorry, gong show. I had to and interrupt be... for that. That's okay. It's going to be really exciting, man, to see what happens with free agency, yeah. especially I somebody tweeted uh, some funny stuff about tampering and all that. And I don't, I don't know. Let's not get too <laughs> deep into that. But yeah, can we talk, can we talk about uh, just how exciting it is to have baseball back? It's I mean, we just did that for an hour and something, but baseball is back. My friends, we're back. And I think we're going to go back to having more regular episodes yes. because we have stuff to talk about. So we'll be back sooner than you think. Yeah, there's it won't be presumably going to be some signings coming. So we, we could be back in a couple of days at this rate. Probably going to be that. Uh, we promise that is the last we will discuss Star Wars until something else uh, debuts. I don't know. What's the next? Kenobi, thing? 25th Kenobi. of May. Two two months, two and a half months. All right, so we won't. We're not allowed. We're putting an embargo on talking about Star Wars until the first episode of Obi Wan. Um, and we'll talk only baseball. We'll be here for you. Thanks for sticking around and listening to us. We have been tracking our own listens and seeing uh, what you guys like to hear about. And let me tell you, you come out in droves when we talk Blue Jays, <laughs> and it's coming. It's we're almost gonna, like we're a Blue Jays podcast or something. I know we are. We're going to be talking about the minor league stuff when once we have a more clear picture of what all the rosters look like. It's hard for us to to guess now, and it's really kind of a wasted effort knowing that the MLB season is coming, and we've got MLB rosters to talk about. But we are going to talk minor leagues all year. I think I'm. I want to add that to our repertoire. Yes, I do. <laughs> sure. I concur. Let's do uh, it. All right. Well, then, well, that's a commitment we've made now. Yeah, it's, uh, it's locked in. Anybody who's here at the 59-minute mark has now heard that. Um, <laughs> do you think there are still people listening, aside from, like, your family? I think so. <laughs> I think so. Hey, guys, if you're out there, thank you so much for listening to yes. us. We love you. We think about you. Um, you know, we want to hear your feedback. So go ahead and tweet Justin. Uh, I wasn't sure where you were going podcast. with that. I thought you were going to say, like, we think about you in the shower or something. <laughs> what the fuck? You, no. it sounded like you, were, you were thinking of where to go with that, and I was wondering where you were going to go with it. <laughs> Not where you went. Uh, no, no I, went. We, we, I want to hear more from you guys. I want to hear your feedback. I want to hear, oh, I hate that Patrick guy. He's an asshole. Fire him. 
I want to hear, oh, Justin sounds way better when he's sick. Uh, get that man some some seasonal flu and keep him sick the whole year so he has that, you know, nasally voice. Uh, or maybe you just want to talk about baseball and not about us as as people. I don't know. I don't care. But thank you so much for listening. Justin, hurry up and cut my microphone off. All right. <laughs> yeah. Leave us a review, it. too, on Spotify. Leave us a star rating. Leave us a review yeah. on Apple Podcasts, on Google. Those all help us get seen by more people. Um, find us on Twitter, like he said, at BFMD Podcast on the website, bfmdpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. We'll keep you posted on Twitter with all of the breaking Blue Jays signings. When Chris Bryant signs, I'll be the first one to let you know. Um, <laughs> all right. But with that being said, we're going to let you go. Thanks for listening once again. We'll be back soon. See you then.